Good morning, everyone. Dwayne prayed that nice prayer so we could just get into the word. Amen. 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 When Pastor Dwayne asked me to do a teaching on the fear of God, I tried to remember some of the teachings I had, had heard through the years. And the only thing that I could remember about the fear of the Lord was that it was the beginning of wisdom and knowledge, in which it is, not to take away from that. But in during this study, I found out that the fear of, the God, the fear of God was much more. And I began to ask myself, what is the fear of God? What does it really mean to have the fear of God? And as I pondered on these questions, I tried to look at it from what it would mean to the believer versus the unbeliever. And I believe for the unbeliever, the fear of God means God's wrath and his, his judgment, means eternal death and, and separation from God. So to the unbeliever, the fear of God is dreadful. And one scripture that put it all in perspective, you don't have to go there yet, <clears throat> uh, is Hebrews 10.31. It says, it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. So that put it in perspective, in perspective for me about the unbeliever. Of course, we know as believer, any repentant sin that we have will be judged by God also. Now, the fear of God for the believer, it means to reverence God. It means to respect God, to be in awe of God. And a reverence means a feeling or attitude of deep respect mingled with aweness. And aweness means that uh, these two are almost interchangeable. It's a mixed feeling of reverential respect, wonder, veneration, and fear. Now, venerate means to worship, to look upon with deep reverence and deep respect and deep awedness. And one of the first thing that I learned was that our serving God is unacceptable unless it's done in reverence and deep and godly fear. Go with me to Hebrews 12. Hebrews 12, verse 28. My little cheat tabs here. Okay, Rep, uh, Hebrews 12, 28 reads, Wherefore, since we, meaning the believers, are receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. So we see from the scriptures that if we want to please God, to be accept, our service to be accepted by God, we have to do it with reverence and godly fear. And not only that, the scripture says that we might have grace. Let us have grace. So in order to serve God with reference and godly fear, we need grace. And God supplies that grace for us to serve him. Amen? Amen. And so our fear for God is a positive quality. It's something that each believer should embrace. Because out of our fear for God comes worship. 
Go with me to Psalms 5 and 7, please. Psalms 5 and 7. Hey, let's see here. I don't, I left my reading glasses, but I think I might be able to make it out. But as for me, I will come into thy house in the multitude of thy mercy, and in thy fear will I worship toward that holy temple. Now, toward that holy temple, we all know we're not the temple, the building, the structure. We're not worshiping that. But that temple represents where God is, the presence of God. Just like this room is, a room, is just another room until the presence of God enters and makes it into a sanctuary where we can worship him. Amen? Uh, let's go on. So, so out of our fear comes worship. Go to, with, uh, turn to Psalms 2.11. 2.11. And I'm going to read it from, from the Amplified Version. It says, Serve the Lord with reverent awe and worshipful fear. Rejoice and be in high spirits with trembling, lest you displease God. I, know, I don't know about you, but I know I don't want to displease God. And I want that reverence for him, that respect, that awness, to look upon him with awness. Amen? <clears throat> And believe it or not, the fear of God, excuse me, believe it or not, the fear of God is a learned behavior. And you say, okay, Sister Jackie, how do we learn it? We learn it from the word of God. Go with me to Deuteronomy 4 and 10. Deuteronomy 10. Let me give you a little background. What was going on here? Moses was urging the children of Israel to be obedient to God and not to forget where God had brought them from and what he had done for them. So in verse 10, I want to uh, pick up where God starts speaking to Moses. He says, gather me the people, gather the people together, and I will make them hear my words that they may learn to fear me all the days that they shall live upon the earth. Okay, so God is saying, gather the people to me. I will make them hear my what? Words, that they may learn to fear me. And, we, and he goes on and said, all the days that they live upon the earth. And then he said that they may teach them to their children. So as believers, we learn the fear of God and we're to have the fear of God the rest of our lives here on earth. And not only that, we are to teach it to, teach it to our children. Amen? Amen. Psalms, go with me to Psalms 34, 11. Psalms 34, 11 says, Come, ye children, hearken unto me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. He says, come, you children, hearken or listen carefully to me, and I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Go to Psalms 119.38. 119, verse 38 says, 
Establish thy word unto thy servant, who is devoted to thy fear. And we know that word devoted means to have a strong love for something or to be loyal to something or someone. So we learn that the fear of God is learnable and the fear of God is teachable. And we are to teach it to our children. Just imagine, as a child, if we were taught the fear of God from our youth, it's such an awesome thing to be. So these scriptures that I just read shows that the word of God is very key in learning the fear of God. The word of God is very key in learning the fear of God. Uh, I think about David and all the Psalms he, he wrote and how he was just glorifying God, whether talking about you know, the stars, the moons, God's creation. We can't help but say, God is awesome and he's all powerful. And it should help us, remi remind us to be, to be fearful of him because he's all God, all powerful. Amen? Amen. Okay. You all, I know all of you have had a wow moment in your life when something is like wow, or someone is like wow, or, or you read something wow. Wow. Well, my grandson, Destin, <laughs> sometimes he's funny, sometimes he's good, sometimes he's naughty. And when he's good, he's good. And when he's naughty, he's naughty. And when he's funny, he's funny. So Destin has this saying, when something wows him, he goes, oh, my goodness. And so <laughs> these next two scriptures, couple of scriptures, was my Destin's, Destin moment when I read them. Okay, the fear, life, the fear of God leads to life and satisfaction. Go with me to Proverbs 19.23. Proverbs 19.23. Okay, it says, The fear of the Lord tended to life, and he that hath it shall abide satisfied. He should not be visited with evil. It says, The Fear of the Lord tended, which means leads, to life. And he that hath it shall abide satisfied. When I read that, I'm going, oh my goodness. God, it was just blowing my mind. Because with the fear of the Lord, it tends to life. And not only that, I will be satisfied with it. God, I just thank you for the fear of the Lord. Let it grow in our lives. Amen. Uh, Proverbs 14, 27, please. Here it is again. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of the death. Uh, yes, of death. Here we see it's a fountain of life, and this fountain of life, uh, if you do the uh, scripture references, it takes you to John 4, chapter 10 and 14, 14, and this is where Jesus was 
I asked the lady at the well to give him a drink, and of course you know the story. And then Jesus said he would have given her a drink, and, the, and it would be a drink of living water, never to thirst again. And it would be a well of water spinning up into everlasting life. So this fountain of life here, where the fear of the Lord is talking about, it will be a well spinning up into everlasting life for us. And you know, uh, when you think about a fountain that's running, it's the water is flowing, it's bubbly, and it's a, it has a continual flow. So this, this fountain of life within us should continually flow out of our lives, continually flow so that we are in fear of God, that we can worship him with reverence and godly fear. Amen. Proverbs 16 and 6. Proverbs 16 and 6. By the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. I don't know about you, but I had never seen that before. It says, the, by the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. And if you think about it, um, to fear God, if you truly fear God, that means you love him. That means you're going to keep his commandments. So when you get to that point, you're going to depart from your evil ways or your evil action or your evil lifestyle. So the fear of God is something that we should embrace. Amen? Amen. Proverbs 14, verse 26. It says, In the fear of the Lord is strong confidence, and his children shall have a place of refuge. Not just confidence, but God gives us strong confidence that come out of us fearing him. And he goes on and says, His children shall have refuge. We shall have safety. We shall have a shelter, protection. Oh my goodness, the fear of the Lord is such an awesome thing. Psalms 31 and 19. Praise God, you guys are really quiet up in here. <laughs> Proverbs 34, thir, I'm sorry, 31 and 19. Psalms, Psalms 31, 19. It says, Oh, how great is thy goodness, which thou hast laid up for them that fear thee. God, God has some things laid up for us, and he's waiting for us to be in position to receive it. You know, because what happens is when you have the fear of God in your life, it puts you in a position to receive from God all that he has laid up for you. Amen? Amen. The fear of the Lord... Okay, so let me read that again. Oh, how great is thy goodness, which thou hast laid up for them that fear thee. Go with me, Psalms 19 and 9. Psalms 19 and 9 says, 
The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. Clean means pure, unspotted, unstained, and it endures forever. And Proverbs 10, 27, please. Proverbs 10, 27. Okay. It says, The fear of the Lord prolonged days, but the years of the wicked shall be shortened. The uh, Amplified reads, The reverent and worshipful fear of the Lord prolongs one's days, but the years of the wicked shall be made short. Amen. So you see, it's interesting because the fear of the Lord, they're attached to it as so many blessings for us. I mean, we reap the benefit from fearing God. You know, in Christ, he tells us to fear God, and then he tells us why we should. In Luke 12 and 5, It says, but I will forewarn you whom ye shall fear. Fear him, which after he hath killed, has the power to cast into hell. Yea, I say unto you, fear him. And also in Matthew 10, 28. Matthew 10, 28. It says, and fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. Rather, fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. So Christ is telling us to fear God, because God is the only one who has the power to kill the soul and the body. Amen? Amen. Go to Isaiah 11. Let's see. Eleven. Okay. Isaiah eleven. Okay. Let's see. Courtney, can you read that for me? Verses one and two. There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Amen. If nothing else compels us to strive for the fear of God in our life, we should after reading that because this is talking about Jesus. And one of the endowments Jesus received was the fear of the Lord upon him. So, and we're, he's our example, we should strive to be that, like him. We need the fear of God upon, in our lives also, amen? Amen. Okay, this one, this one is a, a destined moment plus two. <laughs> uh, the fear of the Lord fulfills desires. I'm going, oh my goodness. Oh, Destin, he was all up in that. <laughs> Psalms 145, 19. Psalms 145, 19. 
Okay, it says, he will fulfill the desires of them that fear him. He also will hear their cry and save them. I know I have some desires I want and waiting for God to fulfill. And I had never looked at it from this point of view. The fear of God will fulfill the desires that, you know, when we fear, him, fear God. And like I said earlier, it puts us in position to receive all that God has for us. Amen. Uh, go with me to Proverbs 9 and 10. Proverbs 9 and 10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And I'm quite sure, like myself, that particular verse is, sticks in your mind. It sticks in your mind. So that was the only thing I could think about when I first started studying this. But now there's much more to it, I see. So the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It's the place where wisdom starts. It's the origin uh, where it begins. And it goes on and it says, let's see. And the knowledge of the holy, some translation, some trans, says the holy one. So, and it says, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. So if we get to know God, the Holy One, he'll, he'll give us understanding. Amen? Amen? Psalms 111, verse 10, please. It says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all them that do his commandments. His praise endured forever. And just like the other scripture, if we get to know him, we'll get understanding. And if we do his, and when we get to know him, we will do his commandments. Amen? Amen. Proverbs 1 and 7. I know. Guys have a lot of scriptures. Praise God. Praise God. Proverbs 1 and 7. It says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. That speaks for itself. So basically, these scriptures teaches us that the fear of God is foundational for wisdom and knowledge. Again, these scriptures teach teaches us the fear of God is foundational for wisdom and knowledge. And true wisdom comes from understanding who God is. He is holy, he is just, he is righteous. Amen? Amen. And not only that, a biblical fear of God in, includes understanding how much God hates sin and that he will judge sin. Now, the fear of God means having such a reverence for God that it has a great impact on the way we live our lives. We should be reverencing him, 
respecting him, obeying his words, and submitting to his dis discipline, and worship worshiping him in awe. And the fear of God is designed to help us grow to become more like God. And as we grow more like God, to, we grow in love. And, in, and if we love him, we keep his commandments. Amen? Amen. So let's kind of recoup. We learned that the fear of God uh, without it, our serving is in vain. We learn that the fear of God is learnable, it's teachable. We are to teach it to our children. And the word of God is key in learning the fear of God. That um, it gives us life and satisfaction in him. And that men depart from evil because of the fear of the Lord. That was awesome also. And the fear of, Lord, of God. Did I miss a scripture about strong confidence? Did I read that one? Mm -hmm. I did? Yeah, the fear of the Lord give us strong confidence. Not just confidence, but strong confidence. Yes. It fulfills desires. And it's the beginning of wisdom and knowledge. Go with me. With, to one more scripture. I know this is short, but it's, it's all good. Deuteronomy 10 and verse 12. It says, And now, Israel, what do the Lord thy God require of thee? But to fear the Lord thy God, to walk in all his ways, and to love him, and to serve the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul. To keep the commandments of the Lord and his statutes, which I command thee this day, for thy good. So it's for our good that we keep God's commandments. And one of his commandments is for us to walk in the fear of God, to fear him. Amen. I want to now take this prayer, I mean this scripture, and pray it over us here at Kingdom Living Ministry because I believe God wants us to exhibit, to learn more about the fear of God because he's so deserving to be feared. Amen? Amen? And now, Kingdom Living, what do the Lord thy God, our God, require of us but to fear him, to fear our Lord, our God, we are to walk in all his ways and to love him and to serve the Lord our God with all our hearts and with all our souls. God, we want to keep your commandments and your statutes, which you have commanded us, and then it is for our good. Lord, you just work a work within us concerning the fear of you, Father. We desire to fear you, Lord. We desire to reference, to reverence you, Lord. We desire to respect you, Father. We desire just to be before you with trembling, Father, to be in your presence, Father. God, we desire the fear of the Lord in our lives. Oh, God, we seek your fear 
in our lives, Father. God, the days to come, the months, the years, Father, let us not forget, God, it's so important for us to have the fear of God. Oh, God, we thank you. And Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you for what you gave me to share with your people. And Father, I bless your name for it. And you be glorified in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And I think it's Deuteronomy, that Deuteronomy 10 and 12 and 13 is a good prayer. We can pray the word over us, over the ministry here. Amen.